Why is there such a big fence, Dad? Well, millions of people come to America in search of a better life, and we've decided we don't need that many. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Jeff Teolis, that was for you, man. Yep, see, I can play something different than Beavis and Butthead. It is possible. Yes, so that was for Jeff. He was nice enough to put me on his podcast. He, we talked about how uh, Ron is kind of addicted to Beavis and Butthead, so he said, why don't you bring up Hank Hill? And so, Jeff, that one's for you. And Jeff's podcast is what? Uh, what is it called? Oh, Pinball God. Profile. Thank you. I don't have my phone in front of me. And Pinball Profile welcomes you to episode 35 of View you to a Kill. To a kill. My, second, my second favorite theme music. Ron. It's any Bond movie. Yes. Yes, it is my fa- second favorite song, actually. And sorry to our listeners for Stella. Yeah, Stella kicked our ass last week. But we got pounded, which well, oh, we'll talk God. about another kind of pounding later in the show. But yes, yes. Uh, yeah, we got uh, how much snow did you get, Ron? Uh, almost two feet. It was up yeah, there. I had 19 inches. So, you know, women live for 19 inches. Ugh. <laughs> uh. I, was, I was just moving it around and pu- pushing. I was just pushing 19 inches around. Oh, oh yeah, it's, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> As you see, we are the same as ever. The yes, week off has not changed changes. anything. Yes, it has well, not changed anything. Things have changed. Things have changed. Like what? Uh, today, well, I've been off since Thursday night when we went out to Arcade Expo. I got to enjoy the company of my podcast partner out in beautiful, sunny Southern California. But today, we got back last night, actually yesterday morning, Monday morning. We film, we uh, record on Tuesday nights, of course, guys. But uh, Monday we got back, so I tried to keep, catch up from my stuff. And then today, carpeting went in the whole house. 1,350 square feet of carpeting was put in. So I really didn't have a day off. And it looks great, I'm sure. It does. It, it does look fantastic. really great. Fantastic. Unfortunately, they screwed up one thing the color. I have a cable coming into the, uh, for the TV and the, computer room we call it the computer tv watching room well they must have cut the cable accidentally and didn't drill through the hole so needless to say i gotta rerun the cable wire and push it through push it through the hole again push it through the hole 19 inches there's a definite theme coming um, yes there uh, is coming yes that, that will continue that will yes, continue as, as we get into the show so uh yeah i uh for our listeners i put up on our um actually it's ron's fault for not recording last week Oh, I'm just going to lay that out uh, right now. Because his snowblower couldn't take two feet. Uh, I just put my foot down. I, I needed... Uh, this This podcast takes time. It takes time to make a sound so awesome. And I just didn't feel I had enough time because uh, of the show. So Yeah. We missed you people. We really did. We, we really did. And what was I going to say? Oh, we have updated, or I have updated the YouTube channel. Ooh, we, we already have the footage from the expo is already up. With commentary. With uh, commentary from, from um, not yours truly, but from the Slam side yes. of Slam Tilt. Yes, I'd like to thank my company 
for allowing me the bandwidth to actually get those uploaded. Because if I tried to upload them, it'd be a day before they'd be up. And hopefully no one from the company's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> so are we going right to news? Let's go to news. Okay, first, uh, get my notes out. I actually took notes this week. He's got a lot of notes, folks. I do have a lot of notes. Uh, Stern brought out some new Invisiglass. And cheaper than the other two companies making Invisiglass. Invisiglass is by uh, Jersey Jack Pinball. And what's the other company that's making glass? I forget the name of them. Oh, they got like initials or something. It's PDI. PDI, I think, is is kind of... Well, at least Pinball News said they were the best. Yeah. And the Jersey Jack's like right behind them. And, well, Stern's got to be tested. We'll have to see. Yes. But Stern did do one thing. They brought the price lower. Yeah, and then they confused people by like stealing marketing material from some other product and putting it on there yeah. like it was the Invisiglass, which confused the hell out of people. And then they had to change the picture. So don't do not do that, Stern. No. People are just too freaking smart. Smart. And sa- I mean, I'm sure someone who saw the picture, like, I've seen that before. It's out. It's $239 compared to $299 and $319, I think the prices are. So. But that, we don't know. I, I'm assuming since it's Stern glass, it's only regular standard glass. So if you want. Wide body glass, I think you still have to go with the JJP stuff. But for regular glass, 60, 60 bucks difference could mean, you know, a little more parts in your. I'll be getting to see the Invisic glass in person. Yes, you will. According in to Bruce, uh, next year, yes. When I get my <laughs> dialed in. Hey, he got playfields in, though. Yes, he did. Jersey Jack got his first batch of dialed in playfields. So what else we got here? I'm trying to go through my notes. Uh, AFM Remake. There are three versions. It was unveiled at um, what show? Some show in... Uh... It, was a, it was a pinball arcade amusement show in Texas. And uh, there's three versions of this. The classic, which is the closest to the original. The, I guess they call premium. And then they have the LE, which the LE is going to now be in two different colors. No pricing yet. Pricing should come out next week, but I actually got a private email. Ooh, my. Ooh, my. From uh, George TKS. Nope. So we'll go to my email right now while we're waiting for my internet, which is actually a private email that says, This is to you, Bruce, only. Please do not disseminate this. Do not forward this email. It actually says in there, Do not forward this emails, which I was laughing about. There is the classic edition, which is the closest thing to original. The special edition, which is a premium model with key features, which means uh, the key features are there's backlit, a speaker panel area, and a larger color DMD. It's wider. And then there's an LE, which is a all-new feature set, only available in limited quantities. Originally, we said it was 1,500 is the count now. So, And they say now it's a limited edition. Originally, it came out green only. They're now going to offer another color, but they... They will be announced soon. Different features. What, what is that? Just different. I don't know. I'm just telling you. I think he went to the Jack Jersey Jack pinball of we don't get to give you everything until. Yeah, well, we'll just be very vague at first and then we'll give yes. you a more specific matrix later. Yes, but there's supposed to be more information coming between uh, today and the 26th with features, flyers, pricing and picks. And they are taking deposits on March 24th at 5 p.m. CST, which is 6 p.m. Eastern. And if you need to go find a AFMR reseller, boy, that's going to be a fun one to say out loud a couple times over and over. 
AFM reseller, AFM reseller, AFM reseller. AFMR reseller. Oh, I'll forget That's it then. Right. You failed. But uh, there is no pricing yet. Hopefully this week we'll get it. What are your thoughts? Hey, uh, any pinball is good pinball. I agree. Especially Attack from Mars. Yes. Would you? Would, uh, which one would you get if you were to get one? Would you get the normal classic edition with the feel exactly like the original? Or would you go with the special edition? With um, I wouldn't get any of them. I'd look for an original. Wow. So I'm still good for that trade. Good, good. Yeah. Well, there's one guy selling one on Pinball Classifieds for three, 3K. What? Attack from Mars. Yeah, I saw that one. See, prices are already dropping. Prices are already dropping. Oh, and the uh, LE comes with a special topper also. Flying saucer of some sort? Yeah, flying saucer with the alien in the middle. Of the alien? Two flying... That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it is. So I see it right here. Oh, you see? Okay. I see it. Aerosmith, new code came out, and more people are getting the pros. I know one person getting it locally. Uh, hi, Neil. He's going to be getting it soon, so uh, I get to open one up with him personally. And we got to play it at Arcade Expo. Do you want to talk about that now, or do you want to talk about that Wait until our- we get to the show. Okie dokie, but uh, I like it. It's playing really good, but there's a new code out. A couple little tweaks to it. We'll have our good and bad points about Aerosmith. National, Women's Champion, and Pin Masters. All in one weekend down in Texas. Yep, Nationals, Women's Champion, and Pin Masters. Yep. The uh, the women's champion. Is she repeatable? Is she, is she repeat? uh, I don't know, but uh, it's Helena Walker. Walker. Walk, uh, it's it might be pronounced differently the last name. She's European, but I mean, yes. she's the best women's player has been for at least ten or fifteen years. Yep. The, the, regardless of what the ranking says, I mean, she she won Papa B Division one year, yeah. so that that wasn't a surprise. Congratulations. Congratulations and and a big congratulations to uh, Eric Stone. Yeah, Eric Stone showed that he has he's got some big stones. He's got some big stones, and and here's a funny story. Okay, he he won the nationals first, then he won the pin masters. I remember looking at that. It's like it's the same guy. It's like yep. Yeah, like, and wow. He, wait, and, and he beat Jack uh, Zach Sharp. I know Josh Sharp. No, it was, no, it was Zach. It was Zach. It was he Zach. Two time, two times in a row, which is not an easy accomplishment. You're talking, you know, he's moving on up. He's made himself now. He's got a bullseye in the back of his. Yep. And I will always be an Eric Stone fan. You know why? I know exactly why, but tell the listeners. When I saw his picture, when I showed the picture, I was like, I've seen that guy before. And it dawned on me when they did the Ghostbusters, or should, should I say the premium, the Stern premium game drawing that I won where I picked Ghostbusters, he's the one who picked my ticket. He was the guest drawer, if you want to say. So how much did you pay him? <laughs> so I owe him six thousand sixty five hundred dollars. Really excellent. Well, he gets his own game also. And hey, guess what, what he's picking? What What is he picking? Ghostbusters. Oh! Everyone's telling him, everyone's telling him to go Aerosmith, and he he says he likes Ghostbusters. Yeah, he's yeah. So why don't you tell him you trade him? Oh uh, yeah, I'll trade him Ghostbusters for get a get an Aerosmith Premium. Yep. If you're listening, get an Aerosmith Premium. We can trade. Yep, I would definitely go for. I'd be on board for that one too. Although I believe he lives in Florida, so that'd be an yeah, awful well, long. We can figure out a way. We can figure out a way. There's yeah, always a way. Yep. So he wins pin masters. He wins nationals. First, winning either one is a very impressive thing, but then winning both in the same week is really like wow. Knock him out. Great job. 
Yeah, so congratulations to Eric. Yes, for very, very dual impressive. victories in my Ghostbusters pick. So, uh, you want to start talking about what we did this past weekend? I know what you did this weekend. Sure, I know what you did last summer and this weekend. Yes, yes we did. Me and Bruce went to, after several delays and many different developments and twists and turns, and we finally made it there to Arcade Expo in Banning, California. I got to deal with, uh, on the way there, probably one of the worst, second worst turbulence on any plane flight I've ever had. And in my, was a dream. yeah, my second flight, a uh, guy right next to me had a diabetic, uh, like coma or something. First, they thought he was having a heart attack. Then he, he was Korean, so he didn't speak English. So they had to have another guy translate while well, they had a couple other passengers who were in the medical field trying to help him. At first, they thought he was having a heart attack, but then I guess he just—he's a diabetic and forgot to take his medicine that day, which probably hey, wasn't hey, direct, a good direct idea. flight. Perfect, no, not an issue. But what happened is—I mean, it was right across the aisle for me, so the medical, like the one of the passengers, ended up sitting in my seat, and I ended up sitting in his seat, which was like in the economy plus section, with a much, much nicer, comfortable chair. So it worked out for me, and he was all, all right. right. No so, problems. Of course, no you problems. never have any problems. Flew in, and Ron was waiting for me for three hours. Four hours. <laughs> Four hours. <laughs> yeah, and you're, you're t- you told me to wait at the uh, terminal, but they, they, they basically forced me to to uh, check in the luggage, so I had to go out and get it. Then I have no way of getting back in the airport or getting into the terminal area. Yeah. So I ended up going to the international terminal because they had several restaurants there. Nice. Very, very nice terminal in uh, LAX, the international yes. terminal. So yeah, I ended up waiting four hours for Bruce to arrive. The star, and once we got through all the groupies and the star-studded, you know, fans and everything like that, we I finally got the rental car, which we both hated. We did. I didn't like it because it's too low. Well, you didn't you, like it's too low. Well, I just said it was too low. I see. I thought and it was seats, comfortable, and the, but and you, the you hated very the seats. They're very uncomfortable. They they were more contoured to skinny asses like mine, and not Bruce's ass, and not my fat ass. Yes, exactly. Uh, we drove out that night. Uh, got to there around 11.30. How about that hotel. traffic? Uh, I mean, it got lighter as we got closer, but man, that traffic yeah. sucks. Uh, Banning is about 20 minutes west of Palm Springs, so you have to go you know, through all... LAX is almost right on the water, about five minutes away from the Pacific Ocean, and we had to go almost 185 miles through most of LA. Shoot me. Yeah. Just shoot me. Yep. Well, we did. We got through there. By the time we got around the corner, everything got there around 1130, crashed. Next morning, I was up a normal time for me. And uh, we went to In-N-Out Burger. As our fans, if they were watching us on Facebook, Facebook. we posted all weekend. And I posted the food of uh, Pinball Champions, which is In-N-Out Burger. Very nice to go to In-N-Out Burger. Unfortunately, you didn't get to go to the other place. Tommy's. We, Tommy's. Missed Tommy's. we missed Tommy's. And we missed, and we missed Fries. Fries Electronics. Oh, yes. yes. Fries Electronics. I actually wanted – we were passing one, and I wanted to turn in, and Ron's like, you're going to be late. You're going to be late. I'm like, I don't care. I need to go to Fries. And I really did need to go to Fries because I'm running out of solder. <laughs> hey, there's one in Dallas. You can go get me some solder when you're down at uh, Texas Pinball Sure, Show. if I get a rental car. Yeah, which I'm not going taxi. to, but yeah, taxi. get a taxi. Go. Yeah, <laughs> go to fries. Go to fries. Fries rocks. Fries Electronics is a 
Radio Shack on steroids. From 30 years ago. 30 years ago, yeah. So that morning we... Uh, so after, after fueling up... After fueling up, we went to the show. The show started at 2.30 Pacific time, which is 5.30 <laughs> Eastern time. And uh, the line was about five or ten minutes. We waited outside. We went actually, before the show started, we, we went to the vendor area. And the vendor area at this show, if you look at our pictures, and hopefully you did follow us on Facebook. And if you look at our YouTube video, which will clearly show the entire outside area, including that. Yes, it's the vendor location. areas are all outside in tents including the shooting gallery area, the band area, and all the food for the place. So we went out there and we played our first game of Aerosmith. Well, first we, played, we, first we played Kiss. First we played Kiss, which I beat him on. Uh, yes, after you walked away after Ball 2 saying, like, uh, yeah, when you're done, come back over, just assuming that you wouldn't have to play Ball 3. Because I was up $100 million almost yep. on him. Yep, and I but made him play back. Ball 3. Yep, And I lost I anyway. He lost anyway. We actually played Pabst uh, Can Crusher also. That, yep, that's true. The Pabst Can Crusher. Yep, which I beat him on too. Uh, whatever. <laughs> you beat me most of the time, but um, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aerosmith. We played the super slow Aerosmith. Yes, we did. We played. They had two ones. That one was raked up, one wasn't. So we've only got on the first one. Which well, they was were the- they were both raked up. This is before they brought like blocks in and put the back legs up on them because where it was, it was not level at all. But before they did that, it was it was literally slower than a, like a wood rail from the 30s yes. or something. It was really, really slow. Yeah. So, um, needless to say, uh, we played uh, Aerosmith. And what were your first initial thoughts? I, I try not to make initial thoughts on the first one we played because it was just too slow. My initial thoughts weren't until he uh, came back and played it again. Okay. And? Uh, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, what's your good about it? It was fun. I like the whole toy box thing. The multi-ball start is cool. The ability to cancel multi-ball and go for like the six-ball multi-ball is cool. They finally found a good use for the arc for my J4. Yes. Yeah, I mean, the music is good. Yes, music was very good. Music is very good. Um, animation's good. Yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. The animations, that's one thing when they showed the video, everyone like, oh, they look like shit. If you see it as the total package that it is, I, I think the animations are excellent. I would actually, if I had the money right now, I'd go put an order in for one. But there's one flaw to it all. Oh, there's one flaw. What's the flaw? What do you think the flaw is? You know me so well. What is the one flaw in that game? You're not going to say the programmer, are you? you of course I'm going to say the programmer. Oh, come on. He's, he's got a good start on this one. What's wrong he with it? Do, wait a sec. Okay, tell me one thing he did original. Nothing is original. They're all the same stuff. Come on. Bullshit. All right. So whenever Lyman does one of his doublers and just does it a different way, it's it's original. No, I'm talking about canceling out the multi-ball. Nobody ever did that before. It's not a Mustang. That's what I'm saying. And let's make something. Let's let's just copy everything over. You have the the front row is now your VIP, which is your ball save. If you go over one of the outlanes, you have your front. That was from. that's from Kiss. Now you also the whole have game your... is Kiss. No, it's not. The play field is Kiss. No, it's not. It play field is. is Kiss. I, I I will say the center ramp is a lot harder to hit than yes, it was it on is. Kiss. It's not like the easy shot from both flippers that it is on Kiss. But uh, just there's nothing original. Make something original. The you toy box. You haven't done anything original since the toy no, no. box. Rules. Rules. Oh. Rules. 
He has not done anything original ever. Ever. He did Nibbler. That was a video game. Great. And what was that from? That was Sunday Gate, early 80s? A early 80s, 80, 80, 81. So what does that tell you? That was an originality spark. God. Wow. wow. Yeah. But You're game, so mean. Mr. Borg. Mr. Borg. You didn't get Borged on this one that much, did you? No, I didn't get avatar You didn't get avatar as, as I like to say, even though it has yes. the same exact. I call it Borged. Yeah. You get Borged. <laughs> it might as well. I mean, he uses that same like uh, lane guide. Yes, he does. On like every game now with the two lanes on the left. Uh, it's it's almost like you know they took Kiss and like well how can we do this again and do it better? We'll take a pump bumper out. <laughs> yeah, we'll take a pop bumper out. We'll put a toy box in. We'll take Gene's head out. Put an elevator there. Yep. And we'll make a kind of hard lock shot. Yeah, yeah. It, it will bounce. Uh, it is it is pretty tight getting it in there. Yes. And what I didn't realize, I guess there is like a skill shot too. You if you short plunge in the right area, you can actually get it to fall in the lock shot. Oh, yes, that's right. I, I proved that once, too. Yes, that was true. Very true. Very, very true. But I but liked it. I liked it a lot. Just, come on. Lonnie, prove me wrong. Make one thing in the updated code original. Yeah, and if he does, you'll say it was someone else who did it. It probably would be. Uh, probably Lyman listening. Just so mean. Just so mean. <laughs> Plus, not only is the art by Dirty Donnie... You actually get to meet Dirty Donnie because he was right there next to the machine. I got to meet Dirty Donnie. I bought I bought his book. He autographed it for me. Very cool. He was selling uh, posters and t- and I got a T-shirt. I got a cool baseball T-shirt from him, which I cannot wait to wear for our next league, which will be this Saturday. And get to show off my Dirty Donnie baseball T-shirt. Freaking sweet. Very nice guy. Very down to earth. Very friendly. And I looked at the book today for a little bit. So after we had that fun, we went inside. We went inside, and, and our drawers dropped. They did. My draw dropped, didn't yours? Maybe I'm jaded from Papa, and I've seen uh, I've seen pictures of it before, and I've been in Pacific Pinball Expo. Yeah, but but I, I did like the um. See, the thing I remember was walking around thinking, okay, where are the classic Sterns at? I haven't seen one yet, so that must mean either they don't have many, or they're all in the same section. And when he came around the corner, it was the ladder. They were all in the same section. And it was all, I was sitting by one of them right then and there playing it. That made me (laughs) smile. (sighs) Yeah, they have a shit ton of games there. Yes. Ridiculous amount of games. And they're all, they they put them all in sections by era for the most part. And then they did a lot of cool things with, like they had a hard body and a BMX next to each other, so you can see the same play field, a warlock and a blackout next to each other. They had some rare shit that, at least one of them that I've never seen before. A freedom and a freedom prototype. Freedom, right freedom prototype. Uh, they had an uncensored um, Captain Backlass, Captain Fantastic Backlass, which I've never seen one. Um, Mystic. The, oh, yeah. They had the Mystic with the actual 3D effect on the backlash where it's actually recessed in the back. I have ne- I had never seen one. Um, and they had the... The 8-Ball Deluxe. 8-Ball Deluxe with alphanumeric displays, which I'd only seen once before at Expo. They only made 10 of them. Yep. And they had um, that other... Basically, the early Sharky shootout, which was called something yes. else. Yes, which something I, else. Pinball, yeah. Yeah, which I'd never seen before. Yep, I only saw one of them, and they only had it on... It was on eBay for sale. Yep. And what else? There was, there was other stuff there. I mean, it was just, oh, the, the the nicest looking spirit I've ever seen. Yes, I agree. 
Zach would like that. See, there, mentioned it Zach. Was very, there's our Zach. Do, 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 do. Unfortunately, it was next to a black hole, which kind of tainted it, but, you know. Oh, and that whole row tainted it. Oh, one of Bruce's favorite rows, yes, all Gottliebs. Fucking Bruce was there the entire show, I'm telling you. I, I got pictures on our Facebook feed of him playing yes, uh, Touchdown. I mean, he loved yeah, it. And wait a sec, what did you think of Touchdown? Sucked. Thank you. Enough said. Don't worry, somebody offered me today a, a Royal Flush Deluxe for sale. Royal Flush Deluxe. Yeah. What the hell is that? It's from 1982. It's oh, a made to look like an old game? Yeah. Ah, yes, because that works so well. And you know what you do with that game? You flush it. <laughs> well, you, I'd say use it for parts, but since you hate all Gottliebs, I guess that wouldn't really help you out. But you could sell the parts for money. But And you wouldn't get much for them. Yeah, we played um, Freedom Prototype. Oh, my God. Zach, and figured out so why it's a prototype. And we know Zach it doesn't listen terrible. to the podcast, but uh, hey, oh, Zach, listen, guess what? hey, Zach, he's going to listen. He sucked. He's going to listen to it with Thursday because he's going to drive with me. It sucked. It does suck, Zach. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I got a little more used to it where you can control a little bit, but compared to the regular Freedom or whatever you want to call it, uh, it just – There's when, three when, versions. You have Solid State. You have EM, and then you have Prototype EM. And the Prototype EM is a the bottom pl- flipper layout, which, of course, Timmy, me, and you all agree with. You don't fuck with the lower play field. You don't fuck with the flipper arrangement. Is actually like Spanish Eyes. If you guys have ever played a Spanish Eyes, there's a pop bumper right in between your flippers. Yeah. Yeah. And the shots are – you cannot hit the shots easily for any – you have two beautiful spinners singing that game. And since the flippers are at a wrong angle, you can barely hit the spinners. Major fail. Major, Major fail. Major. Uh, they had – yeah, they had everything by, like, era. They also had a section of, like, all the foreign games, most of which were out of order. Because they're yeah. foreign games, and you probably can't get parts for any of them. But they had Zachariah. They had they said, uh, yep. some Spanish, Spain ones. They had, of course, uh, you know, a Jolly Park and a couple others. But they had some other ones that Ron's never even seen, and they are in the video. Yeah. So they are in the video. Plug the video. Plug the video. Go to the YouTube, the Slam Tilt YouTube page. Just search for Slam Tilt Podcast on YouTube. And you'll see it. I mean, it's a 30-minute video, so that most people's attention spans will not be that long. But you can... You know, fast forward through it. I, f- I find if you go over 10 minutes, people start losing interest, unfortunately. But this is for our listeners, so I don't care. Woo-hoo! 30 minutes, the whole thing's on there. If you want to stop and pause it, you can come back to it later on. Let's see, what else? What else? I'm just thinking of the pinball area. Oh, do you have the, the contact bowler? Yeah, they had a, yeah, they had a bowlerama. Of course they yes. did. They had a bowlerama. They had what, like, how many, what, one parts vendor? There was a couple parts vendors. Well, they had what? Star, what do they call it? Starship Fantasy, whatever the ramp, yeah. the ramp people. Yeah. And Marco, yeah, of course, was there. Yep, and then a couple private guys, and then the food vendors. Uh, the food vendors. Yep. Which we always like food vendors. We always like food, although it was kind of slow getting food. Yes, but the food ice cream was really kick-ass. They had like so many flavors, so of course, guess which flavor I got? Chocolate. Of course, because there are no other flavors in my world. Chocolate. Chocolate. It was definitely I a laid back California vibe to the show. No, it was it was really nice. Very similar, like if you've ever went to the old Pacific Pinball shows, like that yes. kind of vibe. It's very very laid back. 
what what they consider crowded, I wouldn't consider crowded at all. Oh God, no. Because it was funny thing was after we stayed there most of the day Friday, it ended at twelve, and I think we stayed till about eleven or ten thirty. We went back to the hotel room, and then the next morning it's opened at eleven a.m. So we had breakfast. We went there. We got there a little early because there was only forty people that can sign up for the IFPA tournament, pinball tournament. So it's kind of like a mad rush, and everyone in the line is like, "Oh, it's gonna be so crowded today, so crowded today." The only place it was crowded was Stern, New, and WPC Land. Yep. Everything else, I could walk up to almost any Stern I wanted to, any Bally I wanted to, and play it. Or any Gottlieb you wanted to. That's all the time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, there were some people playing Haunted House in Black Hole. And, And Spirit, if they knew what it was, but it was, you know. But Friday, before we jump into Saturday, Friday we got to play a couple of our fans. How did that go? Ah, I'm going to get up the results right now on the Get old... up the results on the Slamatron 5000. Yes, the Slamatron. This is Bruce laid the gauntlet down, and we had some takers. We did have. We had two takers, which was really cool to see. Uh, here we go. Playing the Nightingale format. Yes, which was the best of five. They can play either of us or together. Oh, my. Which they both chose together. Yes. And we played, uh, I'm trying to get, waiting for my computer, come on. Well, we played Jay. He was our second player. Our second opponent. Second opponent. And he took us to five games. Yes, he did. But he had a Paragon shirt on. That's how we knew it was him. And Jay actually also ran the IFPA tournament and also the Split Flipper tournament and also the one-handed tournament the whole for the whole weekend. So he was the tournament director for all the parts. And... He had a Paragon shirt on, so I got to pick the fifth game. And guess what game I picked, boys and girls? Uh, Spirit. No. Oh. Paragon. Oh, Paragon. Of course. And guess what? We were successful in beating him in Paragon. Love Paragon. Love Paragon, too. Unfortunately, I think it didn't break later on. It did break later on. Yeah. But we got it when we needed it. So that's all that matters. And who was our first opponent, Bruce? Uh, Mr. Aaron Nichols. Nicholas, I'll say. I'm, I'm going by names, and I suck in names, as everyone knows here. And uh, he challenged us first, and we played him. He actually was one of the repair guys, one of the medics at the show. Well, they had, they had technicians? Technician? Te- yeah. Well, it was, does it actually Technician say medic on the shirt? It actually had a cross. like a. All right. Like a medic! Medic! And, uh... We took him three nothing. I like how you All said right. that nice and silent. Yes, but we we he did play really well. Unfortunately, I got on uh, theater magic and just crushed it. But we had a good time with him. We like seeing our fans. Plus, we had a lot of people coming up to us at the show. Like we got to give a biggest shout out to San Diego Pinball Club. A couple guys from there. They were listening to us on the way up to the show. Yeah, that's that, that's, all, that's always weird for me. I know. Like, it wow, is, but it's cool people because, actually listen. And they actually came up to us and, you know, I met a couple from Arizona. They're like, oh, we're listening to your podcast on the way out of here. We're going to listen to it on the way back. And I was like, oh, wow. So it's nice to see. And then, then they looked at you and said, what? You didn't post one this week? Losers. Yeah, yeah, losers. It's Ron's fault. It's all Ron's fault. It's always Ron's fault. So uh, that afternoon, Saturday, there was a tournament. Oh, so we're to Saturday now. We were in Saturday before, and I had to go back to Friday because of uh, I forgot that we talked play those two guys. Ah. Saturday morning, we ran 
and quali- and signed up for the 40 people. Remember when I left this off last time? We signed up. We got there, 40th people, and it started at 1 o'clock, and it was a three-strikes tournament. And it was 44 people, actually. So how does that work? Three-strikes tournament. a group of four or a group of three. If you're in a group of four, the lowest two people get a strike. The top two people don't get a strike and move on to the next round. In a three-player group, the top two people don't get a strike, and the bottom person gets a strike. And when you end up with three strikes, you're out. You're out of here. And it's all automated. It's all like the games yeah, are automatically all, picked. Yeah. Or the groups are automatically picked, etc., etc. Yep, until I get to a fucking crappy EM and it kicked my fucking ass. Yeah. I had, they had no flippers at the end. It really didn't. But I digress. As usual. And uh, I actually finished fifth. But unfortunately... Yeah, you finished... What did, what did I finish, Bruce? Third or third or no no sixth you finished sixth so that you know that no be a... no I, I believe I finished third Bruce he did finish third and he actually came home with some money uh, yeah that's money at least over one hundred twenty dollars and a and a cool medallion cool medallion so as as usual head to head I would say you kicked my ass yes I did but when it really counted once again the cream rises to the top silence. Silence. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. When it comes head to head, I kick your ass every time. Yeah, that's why I always tell you, just pretend you're playing me in these groups. You would never lose. I know, I should just do that. Yep. So uh, after that, we played Split Flipper together. That was, was that the same day or was that the next day? That was next. That was same day after. Oh, yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting. There was a lot of stuff that happened Saturday. Yep. We played Split Flipper. And, and what were you telling me before we went on the air? What, what's, the, what's the tagline of this? Oh, yes. The tagline for the show, and this will be hopefully the title is... Well, no, I'm not making it the title. Come on. Yes, you are. No, I'm yes, not. It will, be, okay. it will be in the How summary. About How about this? The, it this will be, be in the, the summary. I, me and Ron split-flippered an adult entertainer. <laughs> no, you could say we split-figured a porn star. Yes, we did. We actually played split-flipper against a... Known pinball player who is actually in the adult entertainment. Yeah, it, it, the story behind this is it, it's a long one, but it, we'll, we'll it, go into well, it. Well, at some point, this is like months ago. Year, almost a year ago. Yeah, Bruce sends me this article he, he saw somewhere about. It was a pinball article, but it was about like this porn star who's a pinhead. Mm-hmm. And she, her stage name is April O'Neil, as in it's it's almost like an inside joke. I mean, it's the Teenage Mutants and Ninja Turtles reference. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's what she uses for her her stage name. And when we're starting this flip this flip flipper tournament, I see her and it's like, because I, I saw the article, and it's like, Bruce, that's her. Mm-hmm. I Bruce, actually found it, the article. It's an it's an it's an L.A. Weekly. It was from May fifth, twenty sixteen. And Bruce and is there the like, it is, here's the title of it: Porn Star April O'Neil just really wants to win a pinball trophy. And um, <laughs> so I, I'm looking at her. It's like that's her, and Bruce is there. That's not her. Uh, that's not her. And I'm there. And, but when we looked at the names, and they were just using first names on the uh, whatever. It, like, you could see like what what groups you were in. Sure enough, her group April. It's like she's using her stage name. It's like that's her. Which uh, we did confirm with the tournament organizer the next day that that in fact yes was was the mm-hmm. case. So we well, ended we up split, we we split flipped her yeah her and her boyfriend I, I guess yes assuming um assuming and we and we lost we lost 
I'm freaking. What did we lose? Mustang. Mustang. Yes. I'm split flipper. Boo. The funny thing is, she was the pinhead. She was yeah, telling the she, boyfriend she where to shoot because he didn't yeah. look like he had any idea. Yeah, he was lost. But uh, yep, they beat us. They got multi ball. We didn't. Yep. Well, nope. they're, they're Mustang, the regular, what is it called? Gear shift multiball. Gear shift multiball. We got the third gear. We're ready, but nope. Couldn't have shot. Nope. Fail. Fail, fail. So uh, that night we stayed around for a little bit longer. We stayed about, it was open until 2 a.m., and we played some video games. I played some Space Ace. Oh, There's we a first yawn. Out- first yawn. Yes, it is. And we figured out what the voice is from Aerosmith. Yes. Did we? Yes, we did. I most of you think the voice in Aerosmith is just the same voice as Metallica, but at a higher pitch, it's not. Nope. It's Dexter from Space it's Dexter Ace. Space Ace. Hey, Kimmy. <laughs> Player one, you're up. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I actually like it. I like the uh, goofy uh, Jack in the Box character. Oh, God. That's the one thing I noticed. They got to work on some of the like the timing on the animations. Yeah, there's parts where the that. um that wasn't a, that wasn't programmer issues, was it? Uh, stop! Stop! When you you lock a ball, if there's already balls in enough balls in the toy box, it, it'll give you a lock, but it'll it'll have an animation of the uh the the um Jack in the Box getting hit in the head with a ball before he actually gets hit in the head. It, like It's actually the animation after he gets hit. I think he's supposed to get hit in the head, and then they'll show the animation of him, like, mm-hmm. you know, at, like dizzy after he gets hit in the head. But instead, they were showing the animation before he gets hit. So the timing is a little off on that. But yes, they had a very large video game section also, which this is a pinball podcast, so we won't get too much into that. But yeah, it was fairly impressive also with a lot of rare games in there. Dedicated Space Ace cabs. Yep. Dedicated um, Major Havoc cab. Yep. Uh, blaster door mold. Some European and Japanese games. And just a really good collection, which you'll see all on the video from the podcast. Well, actually, so, you won't okay. see that because I didn't put that one on there because it's a pinball podcast. But if you want to see that one, you can go to my personal YouTube account, which is Gizmonic, G-I-Z-M-O-N-I-C, and all the, all the same clips are up there, including the video game room. See, good cheap plug for my other YouTube. I don't, I don't yeah. want to. I have a lot of of um, subscribers on that one. I don't want to forget them. No, I, I, I. So yeah, because we're old, we didn't stay too late on Saturday. Nope. I think we left at like nine thirty. Nine thirty, ten o'clock. We yeah. were. Yep. We were pinballed went back out. The next day. Yep. Second yawn. Yep. Went back the next day. Early. It's open at eleven again. We did our video tour that morning, and then we signed up for the one-handed flipper. Now, I will say right off the bat, I suck at one-handed. You're not good one-handed. Nope. You use two hands. I gain a stroke. Yes. He gains a stroke. He gains a stroke. Yeah. Yes. So we, we played in that. I got in the top. I was in the top six. Because I remember it was a foursome and a, like a foursome and a twosome. And I was in the foursome, and I lost. The thing is, like the the single, the regular tournament that I finished third in, I had two strikes on me for at least five or six consecutive rounds. Yep. This one, I got the first. I did pretty good to be getting. I got the first strike. And I got the second strike. Then I had a fend off elimination in a couple of games, and then went down. The funny thing is, the guy who who ended up knocking me out was a guy that I played in a one handed tournament at Allentown like ten years ago. Yeah. Same guy. That was weird. Yes, it was. 
because the guy's like from Sacramento. I was talking to him, so that means he went to Allentown. He was there for the show. So Ron did really good with that. I sucked. I was so happy to be out of it. Wow, you're on three. He is piling uh, them yeah. up. Yep, because it's already nine o'clock. All that yes. carpeting, all that carpeting, just worn it's out. Car- I've just moved all moved all crap back in the house. That's why I was tired. So after that, we we left at four thirty because we want to make sure we got back in time. Yeah, my flight was at nine, and we got stuck in a lot of traffic on the way back. It took us about two hours and twenty minutes to get back there. And then we had to return the car, and then I bid up due to my buddy, and I made it home. I was actually at my house at eight thirty. Next morning. Yeah, the first my first flight was t- delayed just with getting people on the plane, and then the second flight was also actually they got us all in the plane, and then there was maintenance issues, i.e., broken plane. That's always good when you're in the plane, like oh god. So then okay, we're we're good now, and and I said like okay, there's going to be another delay because we lo- we lost our spot. Yeah, you know our our takeoff spot. Sure enough, we end up sitting on the tarmac for a while before we finally took off. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. So I ended up being like an hour late. Yeah, that wasn't that bad then. Yeah, not that bad. And then uh, you're back to work today, weren't you? Yay! And yeah. you get to go away again when? Well, actually, I'm going to be driving to Massachusetts again tomorrow morning to our backup site. Hopefully, getting back before nighttime. And then Friday, I will be heading off to Texas. And we'll get a Texas pinball we'll report. Get a Texas pinball report. Because I want to just play all my tournament entries quickly and get eliminated and move on. There you go. Good boy. Uh, so I think that was a thoughts of the show. Uh, excellent show. A lot of selection, but they do need to repair a little more. Yeah, a little inconsistent with the, the repairs. And what I think it is, there's just, number one, there's just too many games. Well, no, the thing is, you're charging. The admission is one hundred twenty dollars. One hundred ten dollars. It was one hundred twenty. I thought it's one hundred ten. Okay, well, one hundred ten, one hundred twenty. Still a lot of money for three days of a show. That most shows you're bringing in games, right or wrong. So you don't know what your games you're going to be getting in or in. You know, you that is correct. So these guys knew what games they're going to have, and there were still a lot of broken ones. And it depended on the era. I I think it's just. I just don't think they have enough because I think most of them are just volunteers. They don't have yes, no, they don't have anyone. It's not like Papa where they have an actual dedicated tech crew where they're paying them. These are all volunteers, and I think you would find like certain eras of games got more attention than other eras of games. Yes, yes, like the Sterns were totally abused. Uh, well, the, the old old, old Sterns. Yes, and the little and the EM guys. There were three EM, EM guys that were running around doing a ton of stuff, but you know. That was just a one little nag to me because I was paid so much money to, you know, like if they had no control of the games coming in, you couldn't fault them too much, but they had all control of the games. So that was a little bothersome to me. Enough works for me. No, no, it did, but from the beginning. Well, the only been- uh, only uh, adv- thing I would say, a little advice for next year's, get a cheetah. Please, get a cheetah. That was like the one game that was, like, oh, man, I wish they had a cheetah here. I got to play a ton of Dragon Fist, though. Yes, you did. You took the fist excellent. well. I, I took the fist well. Yes. The Dragon Fist, baby. Yes. I want a Dragon Fist. We took pictures of uh, next to our want games. The Slam Tilt want list. You were next to Quicksilver, of course. Yes, I was. Which was right next to Dragon Fist. Which I thought was <laughs> yeah, kind of right funny. Next, yes, it was. Let's go on to our next subject. 
the Aerosmith match play and Stern party at Rock Fantasy because we have to talk about Steve Bowden. Yes, he won the main tournament. He did. And I believe uh, Greg Pavarelli won the side tournament. The, yeah, the Aerosmith section where you get to play Aerosmith a lot. And they had power all day. They had power all day. I believe the weather ended up being because there was talk of snowstorm and all that. I don't think that happened. No, it did not. They only had a flurry. So that's all. Because I had. know when I got back, you know, from the ninety degree weather in California, Ugh, it was like forty five degrees, and I thought it was a heat wave. Like, wow! I mean, snow had actually melted around my house. It was, it was <laughs> a pretty bit cool. Of me too. Yeah, it was even warmer today. Yes, it was kind of nice today. But yes. tonight, tomorrow's supposed to snow here again. Oh. Bum, 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 bum. Okay, so uh, do you want to go to Tech Report, or do you want to go right to the mail ball bag? I really haven't worked on anything, so. I've worked on one thing. And what's that? I worked, I worked on Zach's big game. Uh, we ordered the light boards that Ron recommended to me, which is uh, on most 80s sterns especially. They have these... Uh, square blocks of aluminum with nine light boards, nine lights on each one. Yeah, and they also have they have light boards on other games like like um, Nine Ball has one. And they invariably, because their sockets suck, they go bad. But you can't bad, just bad. replace them like a regular socket because of the way it's constructed. So... This gentleman replaced, made a light board that uses a 555 and the turn sockets like they have for the newer games. Well, or the pre-LED... Yes. Like WPC games. Yeah, Williams games. And they worked really well. Instructions were pretty good. One thing I'm going to recommend to the guy, if he is listening, and hopefully he does, since we are buying his product, which we should (laughs) plug his website. So everyone whose products we buy should listen to this podcast. Of course. That's the way it should be. That's great. All right. What's wrong with that? I don't see your – what are you laughing for? (laughs) And his site is? I'm looking for it right now because, see, that's how prepared I am. I think it's like pinballsparepartscom or something like that. It is uh, pinballreplacementparts.com. And uh, it worked great. The only thing I'm going to tell the guy is to to do is every wire for the light for each one is a 20-22 gauge wire, which is easy to solder on his little test point. For the common ground, it is two 14-gauge or 16-gauge wires. So there's two 14-gauge wires on the same little tab you have to solder the common on as the 24-inch gauge wire. It's 14-gauge? It's really thick. Probably like 18. No, it's really thick. When you see those blue wires on there, they're both blue. They're pretty thick. And trying to solder both wires on this little pad, the common pad area should be a little bit bigger. That's my only problem with them. Worked great. Did it about an hour and a half. Ease of use, I would say. Pretty easy if you're good with a soldering iron and just need a screwdriver and a little bit of patience. Just a little patience. Yeah. And they work excellent now. No flickering, no missing lights for 27 light bulbs. Which is kind of important because that's the whole game. It's the yeah, bigger cards. It's cards, $53 so. with you get the sockets and the boards and shipping. So it's a pretty good deal. All right. Oh, that's definitely my one repair I did for Mr. Zach. Yeah, I, I, I had nothing. You suck. I suck. Okay, so mail ball bag. <laughs> the slam ball bag. What do we got? Uh, we helped out one of our listeners who was asking about the uh, solid state custom ROMs for Bally uh, Blackjack with the random player and dealer value being right. We forwarded him 
Information he needed. Yes. Let's go to the next one. Actually, heard that song there. Blade Spit talked it out. There was a guy who did a retheme, and they retheme,d custom Knight Rider pinball. I want to see the birth certificate on that Blade Split. Blade Split is his name. Blade Split. So is it one name or is his first name Blade and his last name Split? Blade Split. And his real name is Jason. Oh. But that's his email. That's what comes up first. Custom Knight Rider pinball on eBay. But he looked at it, saw it was a cool machine. I saw it. It was okay. My wife would love it because she's a big Knight Rider freak. Well, did it have David Hasselhoff on it? It did. Excellent. It actually had had David Hasselhoff as the evil Mike... Uh, Michael Knight with the little goatee beard. Well, oh, well, he, he did. did. He, he did have his evil brother. So that's what I'm saying. He had yeah. the evil brother. That was on there too. Who was blonde, if I recall? They just dyed no, his he hair. Had the goatee. He had a little goatee. A little like you know, a little like. Uh, uh, see, I don't remember that for sure. I oh, remember. Yes. I remember he he was blonde. Yeah, he, and he enjoyed his Gottlieb beating. He picked up another one. A merry one's ready for his two year old son who loves cars. Very sad when you can buy a DMD machine for less than a thousand dollars. <laughs> I assert that got milk logo, but they got leave. Got leave. Yep. So that was pretty cool that he did talk about that. He sent us the link for it. And yeah, it was okay. I, I, you know, I like the custom re-themes, you know. It sold. It did sell. It did sell. Uh, let me see. I actually didn't look at it. Let's see. Knight Rider. Does it have the actual? Okay, it's got the correct car. Yes, it does. It's got a Williams logo on it, so it looks like it was an actual game. Yep. I like that. See the brother, um, the evil brother. Um. Oh, okay. It's a what is it? It's a firepower two. Yes. All right. Uh, actually, says so in the email. Okay, I'm looking for the evil brother. Oh God. Told you, he's on okay. there. I don't remember him having a goatee like that. Yes, but. A little 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 flavor saver. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because because it looks like he's got dark hair. But in the show, no, he does have dark hair. That's what I thought he was blonde in the show. Nope. Nope. Man, I'm come on, I'm Mr. Eighties. I usually don't get that kind of stuff nope, wrong. Fail. All right, on to the next. Okay, uh, this one was from uh, Steve. He's been listening since the beginning episode. Thumbs up. He really likes our takes on news, tournaments, and tech help. Keep it up, and he says the old tagline, "Oh my." So uh, his question is to the mail ball bag. See, he said it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think- uh, you're you're right. He just had a goatee. Yes. Damn. He looked like a he looked like a seventies dude. Told you. He looked like the seventies porn guy. Yeah, he looks from, like a seventies uh, porn guy. Which All right. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't watch enough episodes. No, you did not. Okay. I, I remember there was there was an evil kit version. Yes, there was. Do, do you remember what it was called? Was it a cat or something like that or was... car? Car. That was a car. Yeah. Like like K A R R. That's right. Yes. Real original, huh? Yes. Okay. So so he asked about, do you think a game like Total Annihilation without Rams could sell well in today's pinball world? I'm kind of getting tired of the stern formula. Three pop bumpers, two Rams, return to the flipper. I'd like to see a game like TNA with great rule sets and sound package and a unique layout to be a success. What do you think? Have you seen Total Annihilation? Yeah. Yep. Have to. Uh, I thought the sounds were awesome. The sounds were incredible. The I light mean, show was incredible. Yep. And it looks like something you'd play in 1985. Yes, thank you. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. Nope, nothing wrong with that at so all. So the, the question Will is, it sell? yeah, would there be a market for that kind of thing? Not to not to ops. 
it had to be home use only, and it had to be a price point which would not break the bank, which you're talking thirty five to thirty seven hundred. Yeah, and it would probably only sell to collectors. Yes, and because yeah, not bank gonna buy this. It, it would be like putting like one of the the Gottlieb Street games on location. Yes. It would be about as successful as that. That's why I mean, like for a lot of pinheads, it'd be like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, but for your average consumer, they see that sitting next to say uh, an Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna play the Aerosmith. I agree. I agree, but I liked it. You know, I thought it was, the light show was great. The sounds were great. You know, I think it has a lot of potential. Will it sell many? Most people, no. Some, yes. I told you what Stern needs to do is take that stupid Spider-Man third edition, rip that freaking thing out, and put a goddamn freaking, you know, you know, Stargazer playfield in there, put a freaking Dragon Fist playfield in there, put all those old games in there, and you could sell a ton of them. Swappable playfields. Oh, you mean with the smaller cabinet? Yep. Do it, Stern. Do it! He wants his Stargazer any way he can get it. Yes, god damn you. You want to start? You would buy a Dragon Fist that way, wouldn't you? Yes. Well, like, it depends on done. the price point. It depends on the price point. Okay. If it was four grand. No. And, well, no. Listen. Listen. Yeah, I don't care if you can get other games. There's only so many I'd want. It still wouldn't be worth it for me. Okay. Listen to this. Four grand for the initial. And then 2,000 for each playfield after that. Swap and play. No, I still wouldn't do it. I would do it in a second. Eh. Yes. Eh. I wouldn't do that. Yep. Because guess what? For eight grand, I get three games. That would be brand new. Brand new. You can get a Dragon Fist. You can get a Stargazer. And you can get, you don't need a Stargazer, but a Dragon Fist. Uh, a Flight, you can do a Flight 2000. You have to do small bodies. But a Dragon Fist, for me, a Stargazer and a Sea Witch. Bang. Eight See, grand games. No, no Cheetah. That just takes it off the table right from well, right no, there. Well, no, you can go wide body too. And you can do Flight 2000, Cheetah. And you can even go, uh, what is the third one that has no upper play field? There's one more. What, wide bodies? Yeah. Well, you have big, three, you, well the good ones are Big Game, Flight 2000, yeah. and Cheetah. Yeah, so you put and those And then you have the weaker ones bodies. like Free Fall yeah, no, yeah, and, and um, Split Second. Yeah, that's double field. That's upper and lower. So hurry, you're, you're, hurry, 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 hurry. Yeah. yeah. But, but do you see my point? You know, you could definitely, for three games, $8,000, boom. 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 All right. <laughs> and Steve Bowden would be very happy because he would be like, I just, I'd buy it. Uh, we have another email from someone who wishes to remain anonymous. He thinks it's uh, stupid and immature. Bruce and Ron, the early years. <laughs> Your guy's first time meeting. You'll need to script it out. I don't need no script. We work without scripts here. Yes, we don't. We barely take notes as it is. Uh, Ron actually has May, the date. May 21st, 2005. Victor, New York. And would be... Victor, New York, the day I first met Bruce Nightingale. And and Chris Pucci. Probably. I yes. believe he was at that first party. That was a point where you talk about no scene and dead. You know, at this point, I'm like really into it. And it's like, okay, what can I play around here? Nothing. Okay, so I go to, there's no pin side or anything like that. There's no Facebook. So you have the, the news group. And you have other groups. You have, like, Yahoo groups, which is what this one was. Yeah, the Yahoo groups. Um, and that's how I found the date. It's still out there. The, but uh, you just look, for, just look for something, anything. And 
there was this Western New York arcade group, I believe it was called. It wasn't even Pinbus. It's a Western New York arcade group. Which I actually ran. I ran, actually. It's still actually still there today. The Yahoo group. And there was this Bruce Nightingale guy saying he was having a party at his house in Victor on Saturday, May 21st, 2005. So, like, uh, Rochester, how far away is that? Like, three hours? Uh, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Because he saw the awesome list I had. So I drove over, and um, he had a nice sign in the door. So I knew I was at the right place. Little kid wants some candy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want some candy? Want some candy, boy? Um, so, Get your fat ass over here, boy. Yeah. Get your sweet ass over here. Uh, so <laughs> downstairs, and I mean, as far as like a gamer, I'm like, holy crap, he's got like, what was it? Ten games, ten. I mean, I had fifteen almost at that. Fifteen time. pinball games, and he had a bunch of video games. He had a Hypersports, and a Track and Field, and a Dragon's Lair, and a Space Ace, and two main cabinets, a vertical and a horizontal. Like, holy shit, this guy needs help. And the first game I played was Black Knight 2000. It's like there was a sequel. I have to and play this. It. Well, it slam tilted immediately. Then I play another game, and it slam tilted again. She came over to me and, and said, uh, I think yeah, I broke yeah, My it. first transaction with Roos, uh, your game's broken. And uh, yeah, he had something leaning against the slam tilt switch inside the door. Yep. yep. And that's the, that's, that's how it all awesome began. That fast. What was that? He saw how awesome I was. I could fix it so fast. Uh, yes, he could fix it so fast. And then Mr. Bucci <laughs> arrived and said, oh, champion pub. I've never played one of those before. And he played it, and every time he hit a certain switch, it would reset. Blow the fuse. <laughs> oh, it blew the fuse. Okay. I thought it just reset every time. Or maybe it was blowing a fuse, and you had replaced it once, and then it happened again. Yeah, and it's those mini fuses because it's a PC-95, and I only had a couple of them. Mr. Bucci blew through all three of mine. So that yeah. was the first time we met. More on Bruce and Ron the early years in our next episode. Oh yes, stay. Have to figure to... out like what was what was the first show we went together to? I can't even remember. California, it had to be California Extreme. Uh, it might have, yeah, actually, it would have to be. It'd have to be because that's have the only to show we. Yep. At the time. So that's we can that. tell about Berlin game. Berlin, Berlin game. game. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll be for the next episode. Okay, so our next we have a lot in the ball bag still. I'm still potent, ready to rock. Here we go. The ball bag is full. Yes, it's almost full. bursting. Yes, uh, Jim. Says he's bringing a power a Bobby Orr power play to Texas Pinball Festival. What, uh, what settings do you suggest? So for Switch 31 and 32 replay mode, the only way to earn an extra ball is by completing the drop targets or extra ball mode. Extra balls can be earned by outlaying specials like a video game. Extra balls are not stacked, or one extra ball per play. Or tournament setting, no extra balls. Outlane score fifty thousand. Well. See, I say no. I say off, off. Yeah, I was going to say that, but you know, it's, since it's not in the tournament area, you might get some confusion if someone knows they earned an extra ball and they didn't get it. Off, off. No extra balls. Done. All right. No extra balls, and definitely have it on three ball. Yes. That's. I. I won't get on. I won't get on that rant. Oh, that was that was the other thing. It, it, Arcade Expo. They had a lot of the like early solid state games were on five ball. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that at all. Don't do that, because you'll in the end you'll make more people happy with them on three ball just because more people will get to play them. Yep. And if you get two assholes like me and Bruce on there, who play like a Black Knight two thousand on five ball for an hour, <laughs> you're going to be pissed at us because a lot of people like to play Black Knight two thousand. So 
Don't do that. Okay, switch 22 on this, Bob Yor. Completing a bank target to drop resets only the four targets complete or wait for all eight targets to complete? I like the four. Yeah, and I really haven't... If you just go by the manual, what the recommended is, it's fine, and I would just turn the extra ball off, and you, and you, sh- you should be fine Yeah. with that. The Outlane special from completing top saucer four times... I say outlane alternates. Yeah, outlane alternates. I do. Rollover buttons on left and right score a thousand or a hundred. Hundred. And bumper score a thousand or a hundred or a thousand alternating. Alternating. There you go. So basically, he just went through the manual and picked the ultra conservative settings for everything. Yeah. Well, except the completed targets. So now he has. There you had some mercy. You have now a challenger. Challenge. Oh yeah. He goes, uh, Texas Pinball Festival, they showed that the Wizard Blocks will be there to play. It might be there to play. It won't play well. No, it won't. There's a reason it was not finished. I, well, it's not finished. There's no code. I mean, you'll you like to play. You'd like to play a friendly three-way. Oh, my. Oh. Unfortunately, I will not be there, but I will have Ron's father tag in for me. If he's around. If he's around. If he's around. He if, goes and does his own thing. If it's not available, he's, you're going to play Valley Space Invaders. So you no. Better friggin- no. Oh, 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 please, no. He does visit Syracuse every year after Pinball Expo. Played a Valley Electra at the comic book store there last year. Enjoyed the structure format of the podcast. And all the re- references to life in New York, which there's barely any life in New York. <laughs> wow. Wow. Please, please get with the progress of repairs and stern big game. We are doing that as we did earlier so, in so the So after pop- defending uh, upstate New York constantly, you just basically took a heaping shit on it. Big dump. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Now you want the next one? There's another. Yes. There's more. There's more. Oh, good day, lads. From all, from all <laughs> see. Thanks for the invite on the last, last episode on uh, what's here. Oh. Yeah, the Simpsons Pinball Party seems to be up and running again just by resetting all the cables. Hey. Yeah, now his Homer actually moves. His Homer head moves after each switch hit in the uh, the dull frenzy mode, which wasn't working before. See? Reseating connectors is good. It works on all kinds of models of games. It works on Williams, Belly, Stern. Don't go there. Do not go there. Don't go where? I just said this works for all kinds of things. Except for? Well, except for what? Gottlieb's and never working on Gottlieb's. Oh, it never works on Gottlieb's? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you hate Gottlieb's so much. It's just so unnatural. Much. And then he asked also a question about total annihilation, which we already uh, we answered. We, we kind of answered. Like, how much, would, how much would you pay for it? And I think you kind of said what you think it should be priced at. Yeah. Which was? Uh, 35 to 37. Just checking to see if you remember your own stuff. Yep, I do. I think that's it. No. Well, that's it for the email. Yes, but now we have comments on our Facebook pages. And one person commented saying, ah, so Ron took third, huh? Yes. And, he, and so now it's your chance to rub it in on the next podcast. I which did. did I did. And got silence in reaction yep, because there was no comeback. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So they asked us also. Uh, they asked us also what we thought of Aerosmith, and I. We both talked about the. Derek's thought it was a, essentially a hybrid of Metallica and Kiss, and it's great fun. Good chance he's picking up a pro model. I do agree with that. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear. You. I was counting my money from the tournament. What? Well, what was that again? 
Oh, forget about it. You're oh, too okay. big for us. Okay. Okay. Yes, we like Aerosmith. Yes. Music is so much better than Kiss. And and Ron got to actually hear the blackjack EM sound. Yeah, it's a buzzer. Ah. Yeah, lame. Pretty bad. But uh, I think that's all with the 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 uh, ball bag today. Yeah, I think that's 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 that all the arcade bag. expo and the ball bag that anyone should be expected to take. Yes, take it all, baby, take it all. Uh, it fits the theme. Yes, it does. So a uh, couple things I have more to talk about. More, First, but wait, yes. there's more. But wait, there's even more. Okay, what do we got? We talked about this on our trip. We have a new theme song. Wait, we have a new theme song. Yes. Oh my my. Oh my my. Is, uh, you know, I never even asked you about. This. Is that an actual song? Yes, it is an actual song. Is it Look by? It is is it by somebody like recent? Yes, it's very famous. Very famous. Well, I mean, famous as in like right now, some some pop culture thing. I would have no idea about. No, no, no. Okay. I mean, is it a recent song? No, it's not a recent song. Oh, okay. Oh, my, my. Ringo Starr. It's it's by Ringo Starr. Yes, it is. Uh, Oh, my, my. Well, it says it's also a album by One Republic. So it looks like I'll have to search for Ringo Starr here. Oh, my, my. Oh, my, my. And you jive. Okay. Oh my my, my Ringo Starr. Okay, let's get ourselves. Let's uh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna. I expect to hear this song at the end of this podcast. Okay, please, because you have to listen to it, and you're gonna go. You're gonna say there once was a boogie, and it's 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 a cute song. But since we like the word oh my, we should actually tell the people why we actually go a lot of oh my's. Uh, George, tell that story. It's a George Decay reference. Yes. But it really came famous because we went to California Extreme one year with Jerry. And Jerry is a Syracuse pinball collector that collects pinball sometimes and it does other things other times, which he's now getting back into pinball. Yeah, he's off really and on. But uh, <laughs> we got him starting to do the oh my. And so there he is walking through like California Extreme drinking and going, oh my, oh my. Drinking heavily, <laughs> but I should heavily. add. He woke both of us up. Oh, coming in our room like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my. Yes, so uh, very funny. So that's why we always just now go, oh, my. And it's a, it's actually people are catching on. It's really – a lot of people did say it at the show, actually. Of course. Really George Decay is awesome. He does. He does rock. Oh, and he was oh at my. at least one pinball convention. Yes. So you, we have to actually now have the Oh My My song at the end after your – Dun, 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 after your uh, drum I, roll, I can I can replace my the the thing at the end of the uh, the little ditty at the end of uh, the show is just it's it's actually a song from from my it's like an instrumental my band did but we decided to use like the ending is the same as like that ending has been used in so many freaking songs yeah so that was like the joke we would just end it. You know, so that's why it's there. So okay, we'll we'll I'll have to hopefully we don't get anything pulled, you know, having copyrighted material on the podcast. Yeah, well. We kind of avoided that in the past. Well, what am I saying? I got Beavis and Butthead introing like exactly, every, every freaking show. Yeah, yeah. You're you're right. You're right. Sorry. Right. Again. Uh, yes. You 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 are right again. 
Okay, uh, nothing on eBay except for one little ditty I found. Actually, two little ditties. So this, right. we're, we doing our I'd buy that? I'd buy that. Two so you got to introduce the segment. We'd right. buy that. We'd buy that. Are you ready? I am um, not ready. Hold on. Okay, good. Keep up the good work. <laughs> well, I'm on the damn Ringo Starr thing. Oh, my, my. All right, go ahead. Oh, my. The ticket number is uh, 28 two four zero three one one seven zero eight two this is in illinois and this is a galaxy stern yeah 500 bucks project now what exactly does project mean great project never just not working Two pictures only, unfortunately yay two pictures yay this one doesn't look that bad didn't take the glass off, of course. Playfield actually doesn't look bad at all. Looks pretty good. 500 bucks in Illinois. Somebody should grab that puppy. The only problem you're going to have is the same one on every freaking Galaxy I've ever played, is that the in-lane plastics, they get broken. If you look at the pictures near the flippers, you'll see, I think it's on both sides, but especially on one, like there's a large gap between like where the, the guide ends and the flipper starts, so the ball will get stuck there. Unless you figure out some workaround. Yep, I agree. Unfortunately, it's almost every Galaxy I see has that issue. Must be just the way the flipper's hitting the plastic and knocking it off. I but agree. Yeah, it looks pretty good. good. I mean, you can't tell without the lights on that the back glass is any good. But it looks okay. It looks pretty good. I would, I would definitely jump on that. And it's in California. It's in Chicago, Illinois, so it's close yes. to its home. It's yes, birthplace, it if you will. The other one is a little pricey. But we're talking rarity. All right. Uh, ticket number 152-466-914-761. I get zero results. 152, try yeah, try it again. 152-466-914-761. Yep, that's exactly what I typed in. I get nothing. Star Wars Empire Strikes Back Pinball Machine. It's going to be about 5500 Australian or 4291 $4,291. $4,200. $4,200? $4, yes. But this is a rare game. And it's in Australia. So, Ryan C., go get it. Hopefully you're a Star Wars fan. Hey, Otherwise, probably. there's probably no other reason to get it. <laughs> I agree. But it is a rare game. Yes, so. it is. Technically, the the first the first Star Wars game, really. Yep. Well, there's one more up there. This is not. This is one you don't want to buy. Oh, okay. We wouldn't buy that. All right. Yes. Ticket number three zero two two five three six nine one three nine three. Ah, uh, Muhammad Ali pinball machine. Why wouldn't you want to buy a Muhammad Ali pinball machine? Why aren't you looking at it? You're not looking at it properly. Well, Please I'm lo look I'm, at it. I'm looking at it, and the price is high. Yes, okay. Oh, so you want and me to actually look at the... Let's see. Machine powers up, a scoring computer board missing. Uh, what? What? Wait, well, how come the lights are on? Because <laughs> it powers up. It just lights up. The view does not need to be even hooked in the machine for the, the GI lights to come on. So... $2,000 for a non-working old Stern game. You got it. With a shipping flat rate of $700. Yes. Wow. Sign me up. See? So now you know why you would not buy this. 
yeah, that's kind of high price there. Structurally great, though. Yes. Missing scoring computer board. Maybe, yes. maybe this means it's missing a display. Nope, it's missing the CPU. It's in the pictures. Where, where in the pictures? I'm looking at, oh, there's more. Okay, hold there's on. There's always more. Oh, there's this always guy more. gave you a lot of pictures. He did. So see, positive. Oh, oh my, yes. It's CPU board is completely missing, which... So you need an all-tech or to uh, do... You well, know, you have to ask yourself, why is it missing? Yeah, of Did course. it take a big, uh, you know, battery dump? And if it did, did it, like, dump all over the lamp board like my big game did and ruin it? Or did they just need a board for a real game instead of this shitty stuff? Oh, boo! <laughs> Bite the me. Truth. The truth. Playfield actually looks pretty good. It looks okay. There's a couple well, weird spots. Oh, look at it. It's got, it's got all original documentation. It's got the original scorecards. But, yeah, the, the price is too high for... Yes, so that's why that. we would not buy this. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks nice. Me? Yeah. For maybe five to $700 or something, maybe I'd buy it. Yeah. But not not at that price, no. Let's see, where is it located? Oh, my, my. oh I said, yeah, sorry, Pennsylvania. Yeah. All right. Oh, my, my. Oh, my, my. <laughs> Can you boogie? Can you jow? Yes, truly the most talented of the, of the uh, band, yeah, yeah. yes. Don't forget, you, 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 I wrote the song. Yes, we'll put it right up on the, on the, on the refrigerator. <laughs> there is one more on my list, but I'm not going to release it yet because I would actually like to buy this, and I don't want you bastards trying to take it from me. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll have to get that from you. I'll have to get that from you after the the show show so I can bid against you. You do, and I smack your hand. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) You're to hear first. But, uh, yeah. Other than that, I think that's all for a good... I think that's it. Oh. On an action-packed show. Yes. The Arcade uh, Expo. The, the Arcade Expo post-show spectacular. Yes. So don't forget, Ron is going to be at Texas. So sh- find him. Challenge him. I just picture you walking in like, you! Yes. I want you now. I want you. I want you. And he pulls out a list like, these are all the games he said he hated. I'm going to pick every one of these. And they'll pick all these games. Algar! Yeah, I love Algar. Yeah, Keith Elwin says it sucks. Yeah. There you go. But he's like, he's like, he likes Torpedo Run. and honestly, Torpedo Alley. Torpedo, Torpedo Alley. Alley. I it liked torpe- it. No, it is so – the rules are so fucked up on that thing. It's not even funny. If they took out the spinners, besides not being fun more, the scoring is so whacked out, it's not even funny. <sighs> I, guess that mean, I guess that means Lonnie Rott must have programmed that, right? He must have. Of course he did. Let's go look. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, no. You just open up the Pandora's box. Uh, appropriate since we're talking about Aerosmith. Yes. Uh, let's go. It's a good game, folks. Don't listen to him. Actually, <laughs> some of the early games are good. Torpedo Alley. Oh, I, I guess it is Lonnie. Wow. He invented the in-lane to spinner shot. See? Oh, he is terrible. Opinions are uh, expressed by Bruce or not those of uh, other <laughs> members of the podcast. <sighs> Unnatural hatred of, of a program. Uh, so, yeah. so uh, well, well, it's still, I, I like it. I also it was, like uh, totally Se- Secret Service. Game. Secret Service also a good game. They're, they're first, some of their earlier games are actually quite good. Yes. I actually like the game until you hit the spinner. 
Then the squirters go. I love and it. You're like, see, I totally love that. That's the alien star method. I call it. You go yeah, through the is. end lane and you get like a lit spinner and crush. It. Oh, actually, that's that's used in a lot of games. That's not really, but yeah, basically, whoever was able to get the end lane and hit the spinner won the game. Yes. So, and unfortunately, I was unable to do that in my last game. That's where I got eliminated, I believe. Well, that one-handed, I got eliminated on that game. But uh, the, the pinball game you were talking about before, Golden Q, was the one we were talking about that you'd never seen before from Stern, which was actually Sega. And it became Sharky Shootout. Yes. And actually, the, the artwork on Golden Q is great. Not some goofy, freaking corny players. And they only did make 10. Uh, well, you realize Jeanette Lee was an actual player. I know, and you know the girl, Kelly Packard, was actually a cast member from Baywatch and was... The one they had on Golden Q. Yeah, yeah, they had her on Golden Q, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, that was that was the Arcade Expo post-show spectacular. Yes, showing that Lonnie Robb still should not make rules for oh, pinball machines. Don't listen to him, folks. Don't listen to him. He's got hate in his heart. It's not hate, it's truth. Uh, and if you want to comment on his hate... You can send your emails to slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Please do. You watch. Most people will agree with me. See upcoming shows? Uh, upcoming shows. There's actually a tournament this Thursday at the uh, Syracuse uh, comic book store. I forget what they call it this time. The next one, actually, the name is pretty cool. You'll like the next one, too. Pinheads? What is it? What is his name? Syracuse Pinheads. Pinheads. This month's show is called uh, March Your Way to Pinball. More entertaining than shoveling out your car. And uh, the new game he's, he's pulling out is Time Warp. Oh, uh, hopefully he takes the banana flippers off it. I hope so, too. And then uh, uh, you'll be at the Texas Pinball Festival this weekend. Yes, I will. Playing tournament really fast because they have limited amount of uh, yeah, I think it's uh, 20 entries, something like 20 that. 20 entries per yeah. 8 games or 9 games or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and you have to play at least so many of a certain era or something yep. like that. Yeah. Yep. And don't forget Pinball Lifters, www.pinballlifter.com. Check out my site. Check out all my stuff. We will be going to Allentown this year. You're for Huvie. And um, come see us at the booth. Say hi. Don't forget we're having an autograph session at the booth with my Ron and myself. Okay. Just yes. let me know when that is. Uh, yep. Yeah. The 15 minutes of fame we'll have. Yeah. It'll be 15 minutes of autographs because it'll be so bound. And, you know. It'll be so packed. I mean, the, the games will be free. They will be. Because so many people will be getting our autographs. Yes. So come on down, Allentown. Yes, come on down. Uh, and again, you can reach us at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel. Just posted some fresh new content from the Arcade Expo show. Just search for Slam Till Podcast. Also, check us out on Facebook. Again, search for Slam Till Podcast. This has been episode 35 of You to a Kill. We didn't really bum, talk, didn't really talk bum, much about the bum, movie. Bum, what do you think of the movie? Bum, bum, I actually like it. Bum. Is it Roger Moore's last one? Yes, where he looks yes. like 80 years old. And Tanya Roberts just says, James, 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 the whole movie. Yeah, because she's trying to get him up. James, get it up. Come on, James. <laughs> not, not, uh, Christopher Walken's good, but he's always good. So it was good. He deserved a better Bond movie. Yes, he did. I agree. Although it did have one of the great lines. Who else wants to drop out? Love that line. Love that. Oh, and Drago's in it. Drago. Look for, look for a pre-Rocky for Drago as one of yes. the uh, a Russian agent, of course. I will break you. <laughs> I must break you. 
So that was episode 35 of You to a Kill. Hey, hey, what was the theme song for this weekend? What do you mean the theme song for this weekend? What was the theme song for this past weekend? You've already forgotten. I've already forgotten. I yes, I have. I had a tiger. You lost it, man. Oh, I had a tiger, yes. But when we were waiting to go to the show, they had Rocky Marathon going. and Rocky 3 was on. Yes. And even one. with commercials, I couldn't stop watching. I know. It just, it just, it still, it still holds my attention all these years later. Mr. T is awesome. Yes, Mr. he is. T. Pity the fool. Come on, Creed. Damn, that was good. <laughs> yes, okay, we really see. need, we really need to get out of here. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Orin Day. <laughs>